welcome to the Healing Hormones Podcast, my lovely. I am so, so happy that you're here today. Of course, I'm happy that you're here today because it means you are supporting this podcast and getting the message out there, but also because it means you're putting yourself at the top of your own priority list. And for a lot of us, that's really hard, right? It doesn't come easy for a lot of us to put ourselves at the end or the top of our own priority list because there's lots of other things to do. But if we don't put ourselves at the top of the priority list, who is going to do it? And if we fall apart, everything else falls apart behind us. And of course, hormonal chaos and unhappy cycles are definitely signs that you do need to be putting yourself at the top of your own priority list. So I'll start off by saying well done you and welcome. As always, I am in what phase am I? I'm actually in the end of my luteal phase. So yeah, last week I was coming into my luteal phase and actually this I'm very much in my luteal phase this week. And normally I tend to do a lot of podcasts in my spring and summer phases. But as time allows, I am now doing today in the luteal phase and that's okay. It just means the energy is a little bit different. But you know what, that's really good too because I think it brings a little bit of a different element to different podcasts. And, you know, sometimes things don't always go to plan, right? It's all well and good to say I'm going to do this and this phase and this and this phase. But it's about sometimes thinking it's not going to work and that's okay. So you just do the best you can. So I'm still turning up here to you today and giving you guys the best that I have to give to you today. So thank you for being here. So we are going to be talking today about hormonal breadcrumbs, but breadcrumbs can mean different things for different people, right? Hormonal symptoms are very different. It's very individual. But remember, it's very important to take note and track because it can give us a really good starting point as to what is going on with your body and your hormones, because this is your body's way of telling you something is going on. And one of the things I want to talk about today is anovulation and meaning that you are not ovulating during your cycle. Now, this might be all the time because there's an underlying issue, or it may be that you are going through some cycle problems, challenges, such as irregular periods, PCOS. Maybe you're coming into your 40s and you're experiencing perimenopause. So what that means is we're not having ovulation in every single cycle. And that is why we're getting those up and down fluctuations in our hormones. And that is why perimenopause, just like adolescent and being a teenager, can be one of the most challenging parts of a woman's life. I mean, I'm in my 40s. I'm definitely perimenopausal. Um, and that can mean different things for different people. But there, there's a lot we can do to support cycles and ensure that we are ovulating during each cycle. And again, we it's not about wanting to get pregnant. Making sure we're ovulating is going to ensure that we are producing progesterone. And we spoke about, I think it was episode five, if you haven't heard that, go back to it, about why progesterone is so important and what is happening in the body when we're producing progesterone. So every woman, girl, should be focusing on getting ovulation happy in every cycle. So I want to talk about a bit today about what we can do to support that. So a few tips that I like to start off with my clients. And again, it's always about starting simple, getting fancy later on. None of what I give you is rocket science, but a lot of us know what to do. We just don't do it. Or we think we're being really healthy because we're doing something, but actually it's not really working according to our hormones. So let's get down to some simple food basics today. Something you can all work on very, very easily that doesn't cost a lot with your time 
or your pocket. So the first thing I want to start off with is increasing root vegetables. I mean, vegetables in general are amazing. They're full of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. They're packed full of fiber to support our gut. But root vegetables are amazing, especially during the luteal phase. And if you have downloaded my free cycle thinking worksheet tracker, you'll see a lot of root vegetables, especially in the luteal phase of your cycle. And what I mean by root vegetables are things like sweet potato, yams. Um, yes, potatoes are root vegetables, but they're also part of the nightshade. So I tend to stick to kind of sweet potato and squash and yams and beetroot and all of these wonderful vegetables. And why I love them in this phase as well is because they're sweeter. So they kind of trick our body into thinking, oh, we're having sweet things because a lot of us experience a lot of cravings and mood shifts during the luteal phase. So adding some root vegetables into our cycle supports our luteal phase. And remember, we really want to support each phase of our cycle. You know, no one phase is better than the other. They're all equal. It doesn't matter if they're shorter or longer. They all impact each other. So supporting your luteal phase is going to ensure that there is a happier period, then there's a happier ovulation and so on. The knock-on goes through your cycle. So increasing your root vegetables, and this could be something as simple as making some soups. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm, I've been making a lot of soups recently um, with my organic carrots and squash and cumin and bone brush, which are amazing superfoods for our hormones and our gut. Very, very easy to cook with. Very easy. They're not complicated. And you've have it, you have it for the week. So do what you can. It can be just roasted veggies on a Sunday roast, putting a bit of hummus or some cottage cheese and yogurt on top, making sure you're pairing it with a protein so you're getting that balanced blood sugar meal as well. But trying to include more root vegetables into your diet. They're so warming and they're so good for digestion and they're packed full of nutrients and micronutrients that support that. So there's my first tip. Very, very simple. The second thing is increasing warm drinks and warm um, food and warm water. So starting the day with some hot water, with some lemon, maybe a little bit of um, sea salt in there. It's fantastic for waking up digestion. Our digestion does not like this big cold hit of ice cold water. And the same with smoothies. I even tend to have smoothies at room temperature. It's a big hit for our digestion. If you do have a lot of digestive issues, bloating, gas, then I definitely recommend cutting down on the cold foods. It is not good for in Chinese medicine either for they recommend not introducing this. So just something very simple, starting your day with some warm water and the same through the day, warm teas, herbal teas if you can, warm collagen broth, bone broth, anything you can do to get some warm food into your diet during this phase. My next tip would be increasing sea vegetables. Now, you know, again, if you follow me on Instagram, if you haven't, get over there. Um, I love making homemade bone broth. It's my favorite thing to do when I've cooked um, a roast, especially on a Sunday, whether that's with beef or chicken, is getting the carcass, anything that's left, the jelly, the bones, everything, and making a homemade bone broth. But what I do also is I put some seaweed in there, especially things like wakami and nori, which are an amazing source of micronutrients and minerals. And remember, we talked a few episodes ago about the importance of minerals and micronutrients because they're the spark plugs for our hormones. It's almost like the step before. It's about the prepping for the race. So including some sea vegetables, you can do that through adding them into soups and salads. But I love adding them into the broth because then I can include it every day. And 
if you are completely lost and you're completely scared, head over. I will put the link actually to that IG post about how to make your home own homemade bone broth in the links below. It's really not that scary. And I should know I was really scared about doing things like that. But it actually is so simple and it just means you can use up a lot of the old vegetables are going to waste and things like the bones which are packed full of nutrients and collagen and amino acids that helps support our hormones and our digestion and just sends those signals to the brain that our body is safe and it's safe to ovulate because that's the message we want to give our body. When we're not ovulating, it normally means our body does not feel safe for some reason. Either it is lacking in nutrients that it needs, there is so much stress going on that our body is diverting the energy from our sex hormones and anything that it sees as unnecessarily, unnecessary, which means our digestion and our fertility, because it doesn't see it as a you know, essential for life to procreate. What it does see is we need to run right now because your stress hormones are up, meaning you must be running from something because our brain is primitive and this is how it thinks. So what we want to do is make sure we're bringing our body back to feeling safe and we can do this through food. And I'll do an episode on other ways we can do that. But today we're focusing on the food that we can do that. The next thing I want to talk about is increasing our protein. Protein is a macronutrient, meaning our body needs it in larger amounts, just like carbohydrates and fiber. And we can do that through vegetarian sources like tofu, beans, pulses. But true meat source is my preferred source. It has all the amino acids present that it needs and things like organic free-range chicken, grass-fed, pasture-raised supplements such as collagen, food-based collagen and gelatin. Things like venison steak I really like. I swap out steaks for venison, lower in saturated fats. So again, just getting some good quality meat and fish in where you can as well. We need protein to produce hormones and collagen and everything else. When I see women lacking in protein, it can eventually lead to non-ovulating cycles because our body is deficient in the minerals we get from the protein, especially things like zinc and iron, which we get mainly from animal sources. So making sure you're getting enough protein in your diet. The next thing I want to talk about is the amount of sugar we're getting in our diet. And we all know about sugar, right? We know, oh, I don't add much, I don't have sugar in my diet. I, I hear a lot. But actually, when I break down food diaries, a lot of people are just unaware of the amount of sugar being added to certain foods. And it's not our fault a lot of the time. These companies have been paid a lot of money in marketing to show at the front of the product that it's dairy-free and it's gluten-free and everything else. But they need that food to taste really good. So they will ply it with sugar in order for you to buy it. So I always recommend clients start to understand food labels. I, I teach it in my line and Thrive Academy. Understanding food labels so you can make better choices for you and your family. And some people I've worked with, some amazing women, they haven't even cut things out of their diet. We've just swapped things out. We've swapped a certain yogurt for a certain yogurt. Suddenly their teaspoons of sugar has gone down seven teaspoons and their protein has gone up 10 grams. All of this is making a contribution to our happy hormones pool. All we're looking to do is take out what is working against our hormones, put back in what our body just is telling you it needs to thrive. And if you are having cycles and you are not ovulating, and especially if you're not going through perimenopause, then there is a reason behind this and we need to get to the root of this. And the majority of times that I see this outside perimenopause 
is that we are under eating, over exercising, our stress is too much, there's too much inflammation being added in through our environmental toxins, through food and through stress. So all we are doing, and that is you know, the pillars that we work through in the Align and Thrive Academy, we are focusing all the, on the pillars that we need to do to fill our happy hormone pool up. So if you are experiencing cycles and you know you're not ovulating, if you know somebody who is experiencing the same, if you know someone who is having problems getting pregnant or is experiencing reoccurring miscarriages just like I was, Sharing this episode is a great way for them to start focusing on correcting it. We're focusing on the root of the problem. And if you're not ovulating, we need to figure out why. Guys, thank you so much. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. As always, please help me share the message of happy hormones and living in alignment with our cycle so we can thrive in all areas of our life, our personal life and our business by rating this podcast. I am a lit, it's little soul me. So I really appreciate your support and getting this out there. Have an amazing and amazing week and I will see you all next week. Bye.